This is the Purple Pillage with Neil Roberts and Leaf Bakken. The Pillage starts now. And welcome to another edition of the Purple Pillage, brought to you by Four Bears Casino and Lodge, located four miles west of Newtown, North Dakota. I'm Leaf Bakken with Neil Roberts and Neil. A sad day in Vikings Nation as they fell in the NFC Championship to the Eagles. A very good Eagles team that we weren't expecting the offense to be on fire like they were. Foles did an amazing job, and then the defense stepped up like they had all season and made it happen. And if you're a Vikings fan, yeah, you're sitting here in a state of shock thinking what happened still. How much do you credit the Eagles, and how much do you blame the Vikings for those different ratios? You know, was it the Vikings did not show up, or was the Eagles just that good? Obviously, Atlanta played with them the week before. It's it's depressing and this team has seemingly been able to get over you know momentum's a powerful thing in the NFL especially with the Vikings this year and they've really been able to take that punch in the mouth come back and reestablish momentum in a lot of these games the Saints game was pretty scary though because we had the momentum the whole first half we lost it probably midway third quarter toward the end of the third quarter and could not get it back momentum was gone one reason why that so-called Minneapolis miracle play was so unexpected expected is because we had no momentum. The team did look dead on the sideline. And despite that, this big play comes in. Then we open up the Philly game and we drive down and get a touchdown. We get a three and out or six and out, whatever it was, but Philadelphia punted. We get the ball back and things are seemingly going our way. And then that pick six happens. Keenum gets hit as he's throwing it. And again, Case has been better at that this year, realizing when he's in trouble or when he's under pressure and doesn't try to throw a pass like that. But that happened a couple times. He, he fumbled once again later too. That pick six, you kept waiting for the Vikings to get momentum back, and it just never happened. How they had all the momentum on their side, the crowd was even quieted down. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, here we go. And you could feel that through my TV screen. I could feel yeah. that the, the energy was just sucked out of the Eagles fans. But then everything just shifted. And it was crazy to see that shift. I heard the commentators talk about it and that Zach Ertz was what Wentz called his, little, his little savior or whatever right. you want to call it. Cause he, and he was the go-to guy. Mm-hmm. And, and he looked good. Foles just did great, throwing 26 for 33, 352, no interceptions. He threw for three touchdowns. Pretty dang good, I would say. Case Keenum was 28 for 48 with 271 and one touchdown throw. We um, needed a big play, and we got a few big plays, but we just couldn't get big play after big play. So we get one big play maybe a good pass downfield then we get it inside the 10 we can't punch it in and just was frustrating to watch because we had taken care of business up until this game pretty well you know so I just was not expecting as many failures on plays and sequences and Philly set a lot of picks on a lot of the receiving routes so you can't sit and blame Harrison Smith on all of those necessarily but I saw a stat where they threw it Harrison Smith four times had four nice completions threw it Trey Waynes and completed really at will and Trey Waynes, you guys have thought Trey's had a great year. I mean, he's been a, a project for the Vikings as a mm-hmm. first round pick out of Michigan State, but one of the fastest corners in the league. And he's really had a nice year. He just looked lost a lot out there on Sunday. Just a lot of open receivers. And his first look was open a lot too. And that was a frustrating part that the Vikings couldn't cover a guy for two seconds. Frustrating day for Viking fans. And I mean, I haven't lost all hope with this team for sure. I know we've got a lot of talent coming back next year, but it's really hard to look to next year when you're still reeling from the NFC Championship loss. Well, let's move on to our Player of the Week, brought to you by Four Bears Casino and Lodge. Rodney Carrington coming February 17th. Get your tickets now on fourbearscasino.com. Neil, our Player of the Week is going to be Jarek McKinnon, who had 10 carries for 40 yards, and he had 11 out of 12 receptions for 86 yards, and that's more than any of the wide receivers that we saw for the Vikings this week. 
Yeah, you know, and Jarek McKinnon was a guy that, you know, as you watch the game and not that people quit trying, I don't think the team quit, but, you know, you get into a certain mode where you're trying to give it your all, but you're just sensing that the game's gone. With McKinnon, I mean, it just seemed like he was still bouncing off tacklers and getting an extra yard, picking up that blitzing linebacker and throwing his body in there during the fourth quarter. I mean, Jarek McKinnon seemingly did not give up at all in this game, and so he really impressed me, and it's kind of unfortunate that he's probably gone and as a free agent and won't be back in purple next year. And if that's the case, I really wish Jarek McKinnon well. He's treated us well over the years down in Mankato and given us great interviews, and he's really been a spark plug for the Vikings since, you know, coming in out of Georgia Southern as a rookie four years ago, has really played a key role for the Vikings over the years. Jarek McKinnon, your Player of the Week, brought to you by Four Bears Casino and Lodge. Well, Neil, we've got a few weeks out. We're going to continue doing shows before the Super Bowl, but we've got a couple of news things to kind of talk about. Two of them that are big to me anyway. One was a statement that was released. The Vikings were cleaning out their stuff that Keenum and Bridgewater announced that they don't know what their future looks like right now with the Vikings. There was no mention of Bradford, and we talked earlier about how maybe it'd be nice to see Keenum come back to the Vikings, but at the same time, he's not going to get the chunk of change that he thought he would. I don't know the numbers. I mean, they, if they'd have won out, I think the team would have been obligated to bring him back somehow, you know, like the Kirk Cousins deal. The one-year franchise for him would have been like $23 million, so they probably would have had to do that. Now, of course, do you really give Case Keenum $23 million? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, nothing against Case, but you just look around the league and the last couple of games where he wasn't as effective and it's uh, unfortunately really what have you done for me lately type of league and where are you going to be with this guy two games five games ten games next postseason down the road I'd like to see Case Keenum back I mean the fans love him he likes Minnesota seemingly and he really helped that offense out a lot this year when they were in dire straits he doesn't know where he stands I'm not sure if the team knows where they stand right now Mm -hmm. I mean with Bridgewater they like Teddy's progression physically and I think they liked it on the field too but when it came down to crunch time and it made sense because Bradford's had a lot of time with his Pat Schirmer offense getting reps so when he was healthy again for a short term game, yeah, he's had a lot more reps under these conditions than Teddy Bridgewater. So that made sense to me to have him as the backup. But looking ahead for a year from now, do you really trust Bradford's knee? Where's Teddy at medically? So those are questions that uh, are out there and answers that I do not know. And there's some good free agents out there as well. Lots of unanswered questions and it's already an interesting offseason, Leaf. The other thing that we're going to touch on next week, Neil, is offensive coordinator Pat Shermer off to the Giants. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about other Vikings news. What's coming up for the Eagles and the Patriots in Super Bowl 52. But for now, that's going to do it for the Purple Pillage. For Neil Roberts, I'm Leif Bakken, and until next time, Pillage on!